Hey you guys, um, today we are gonna talk about three ways to reduce your kids' screen time this summer. I know the struggle is real when it comes to letting our kids be on them more than we should because it's so stinking easy and they love it, right? So it's just really easy to let them do it way too much. Everyone seems happy in the moment, but when we get to shut them, go, get to shutting them off or taking them away, holy cow, watch out for the screaming, the whining, the tantrums. So if you are ready to hear how we've been reducing screen time this summer to reduce attitudes and all the other really super fun things that come with it, grab a notebook and a pen and let's dive in. Hey, Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're gonna find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink, and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in. Hey, Teacher Mama, it's our 100th episode. Woohoo! We are so excited. So, we are going to do a giveaway for you guys. Please, please, please go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you think of the show. Um, it really helps the algorithm get it out there to more people. And as a thank you on our 100th episode, 100th, you guys, this is crazy. Um, as a thank you, we want to give you a $10 gift card. Um, so we will be drawing names for whoever sends in a review. So what you have to do is take a picture of your review after you put it on there and then um, either send a picture of it to our email at the teacher mama's podcast at gmail.com or send it to our Instagram page at the teacher mama's podcast. And we are gonna draw one lucky winner for a $10 gift card to Starbucks as a thank you for being loyal listeners and just awesome teacher mamas. All right, you guys, last summer and even a little bit this summer, um, and I've nipped it in the butt already this summer, but <laughs> last summer I got into a really bad habit of letting the kids watch TV as soon as they get up every morning because they'd wake up and they'd be like, Mom, can I watch TV? And be like, sure, because I was finishing things up. And before you know it, 20 minutes would turn into an hour and then two hours. And then when it came time to pull them off, there'd be all the whining, all the complaining, all the behaviors throughout the rest of the day. So before we get into the goods, there's a lot of variations on screen times out there. So we're not actually gonna give you times for your kids. Um, we're gonna have you guys do that research on your own because it's been 
what, up in the air, you would say? Yeah, there's just, there's no conclusion because the different research studies are showing different times and really what it's boiling down to is that every kid is different and and that's what that's what you have to decide as as a parent is what is the time that works for your for your family and and what is that what is that threshold and then sticking under it that's up to you so um we do know though that there are that it is possible to have too much and so the studies are showing that there are links between excessive screen time and various physical and mental health issues such as obesity, depression, behavioral issues, and anxiety. So Dr. Youssef said that in a, an article on osfhealthcare.org. He continues, or she continues, Dr. Youssef continues saying, um, it also hinders them from getting the recommended amount of sleep each night, which harms them physically and also impacts their performance in the classroom. And then when they come home from school, it cuts into the time that they should be devoting to homework. And, you know, Ashley and I would go so far as to say other, not just homework, but like other life activities, mm-hmm. not getting enough sleep really impacts everyone. And so it's actually something we both find incredibly important, so much so that it's one of the first things that we talk about on the podcast. So if you're interested in trying to figure out how much sleep your kid needs and how to make sure that happens, go back to the very first episodes ever of the Teacher Mamas podcast and we talk about nighttime and morning routines all so that it helps our kids uh, get the amount of sleep that they need so that they can be their best selves uh, during the day. So let's dive into the the three tips that we have. Ashley, why don't you start? What's tip number one? Yeah, so you guys are actually pretty lucky because um, Roberta, Roberta and I have recorded this once already and it did not record. So we are going to whiz through these so that <laughs> you guys don't have to listen to us ramble on for forever. No, it wasn't that long, but we're going to move quick. So if you've got us on like one and a half speed, you might want to like slow it down to one speed because we're going to talk fast. <laughs> so I want to go make dinner and eat. So, um, all right. The first thing is get outside. Um, we are both huge advocates of getting outside as much as you can. And you've heard us talk about our terrible winters before, and we are now in the summertime and it's beautiful out and it's nice and warm and I love it. So many, many health benefits to getting outside, right. For all of us. And, um, you know, usually that means we're far away from screens um it helps clear my head it helps make me feel more grounded and present it gives me and my kids that sense of creativity and wonder when we're outside sorry i'm laughing right now because we literally just had to move the recording device because my cat was about to sit on it (laughs) um so it is so good for them to just play in the dirt or find random bugs and plants outside and just wonder about things, right? It's so good to just be bored and wonder. So Roberta, what do you love about getting outside? Yeah, I love getting outside for a lot of reasons. All of the ones that Ashley stated, it really helps us be grounded and not just them, but also me. It also is, had it's the best thing for my kids to do, I can say if I need to work, do some work on my laptop or um, teach even, I do some teaching online during the summer. And so if I can send the kids outside and I can bring my laptop outside and be under a shady tree and just be able to watch them be play outside, but also be doing my work at the same time, it's a win, 
win um, for all of us involved. So that's been something that helps a lot. And then in the summer, um, we love to do this by just hanging out in the swimming pool. That's their favorite thing to do right now. And it gets us away from TV a lot. Like instead of them asking me and begging me to have computer time, they're begging me for pool time. So that's one of the ways that my family loves getting outside is spending time in our pool. Yeah. So, you know, other things, of course, like I'm a family bike ride or a walk. Um, I've been trying to get outside and walk more with my kids and they like riding their bike after dinner. It hasn't happened a, a lot. <laughs> I've been getting Colton his bike um, set up, but, you know, um, planning a swimming day at like an actual pool if you don't have one at home. Um, and then getting these things in your calendar, because if they're not in your calendar, it's not going to happen. Um, just plan that time in every day. Um, you know, we had a rainy day this week, so it was a little harder to get outside, but you know, most days, um, you know, if your kids are bored again, send them outside to do whatever, even if they complain about being bored. Um, this is something that I've had to work through as a parent, like, Oh, my kid's bored. Let's, you know, fix the problem. And like, you know, give them things to do all the time. No, it's okay for our kids to be bored. It's okay for them to go outside and have that creativity and wonder about things. So, mm -hmm. so tip number two, we're following along that scheduling theme, right? So, so tip number two is scheduling in time with a friend or time with you either each day or each week, you know, just giving them something to look forward to is really helpful. Yeah. So one of our family goals this summer was to have more sleepovers or more friend time. And we've kind of accomplished this before our, our South Dakota trip. We got to spend some time with Roberta and their family for a couple days and now we're scheduling time in again. Um, that's why, we're here right now. We scheduled this in. Our kids are playing together because we scheduled it in and no screens have been present during this play date. <laughs> so, um, you know, it might be a little easier and like a duh, like, yeah, duh. Why are your kids not playing with other kids? Well, we live in the country, so it's a little bit harder. It's a lot more driving. It's a lot more trying to figure out our schedules and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, this might be a little bit different if your kids are older and they're gamers. It might be take a little bit more intentionality on your part to find them something to do rather than just sit there for eight hours and game with each other. Right. So, um, making some suggestions for them, bringing them places, um, that kind of thing. So, okay. So tip number three is scheduling in at least one small fun activity a day and one larger family one each week. And when we were talking in our first recording, like we talked about the big things about, you know, places we can go or activities we can do from Pinterest. Um, and the large family activities, it dawned on us as we were talking like, hey, they don't have to be these huge, crazy things. It could just be bringing them to a park or mm -hmm. a new park or something that you don't have to spend a bunch of money on. But scheduling in those times so that, again, it's something to look forward to and scheduling it so that if it's there, you do it. If you don't schedule it into your calendar and just say, oh, we'll do this sometime, mm -hmm. sometime never happens. So scheduling in at least one small fun activity a day and then one larger one um, for either the family or maybe a date night with each kid, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is where we wanted to throw in, you know, you hear us talk about it a lot, the mommy and me time. And for 
each of us, we noticed a huge decrease in our kids' behaviors or I noticed that my kids listen a little better. Mm -hmm. They argue a little less when I um, give them some like a chore to do or whatever. Uh, When I have, I've made that like first thing that we do when we wake up in the morning. And I know during the school year, that's different. But um, right now in the summertime, I make that first priority. Like my kid gets to choose what they want to do with me first thing when they wake up, pretty much, you know, we eat breakfast and whatever. But um, that really helps the whole day goes so much smoother and it's only 15 minutes that you have to sit. And even, you know, even if it's a really busy day, if you can get five minutes in or 10 minutes. Um, and you know, we do realize there are some days where you're just running like crazy. Like on our vacation, we did not do mommy and me time because we were with as like with each other as a family the entire time we were there. So like, that's a little bit different, but you guys get the gist of it. Right. So, um, yeah. So, you know, this kind of goes along with everything we've said already, making it intentional um, and scheduling things in, not just to be busy, but, you know, intentionally doing things in your schedule. So. Yeah. And finally, we have a little bonus for you. I think saving kind of maybe the best for last, <laughs> but <laughs> save that screen time for when you need a break. Mm-hmm. You know, it's inevitable screen time. It's useful at times. Right now, my son is really into a YouTube pro. Well, it's not on you. It's a BBC TV show that we can only see through YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we watch it on YouTube, but called Number Blocks. So he happens to be learning while he's watching it, which is great. But mm-hmm. if I let him, he would watch it all day long. Yeah. <laughs> so saving that show for when I need a break, like maybe I need just a minute to myself or I just need to go clean something where it's not like, okay, go watch this. I'm going to go clean this so that you don't mess it up right away or Mm -hmm. make the counter dirty right away again, whatever it is. Or maybe I need to work or in my case, I teach online. So it's like if it's raining outside and I need 30 minutes of quiet while I'm teaching, it's like, hey, go watch number blocks for half hour while I do while I go teach and then we'll do something again together or whatever it is. But saving that time for when you need a break. Yeah. And if you are a more introverted person, um, like Roberta is, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you might just need that time, that downtime for some meditation, some journaling, some praying. If you're feeling frazzled, like, Lord, my kids are driving me crazy today. Please, (laughs) please, please, please help me out. You know, Mm -hmm. like maybe you just need 20 minutes to just sit and breathe and be still and be quiet. So I don't, I hope that, you know, this was, we cruised through this, you guys. I'm super proud of us. We just hit the 13 minute mark. I hope this was um, super fast and um, a a good, like, it gave you some nuggets to help you this summer. I know screens can be a doozy. Um, It's so easy to just throw our kids on screens when we have things to do. Um, But there are so many things that we can help facilitate and it takes like less time, right? It doesn't, you don't have to sit there and do everything with them. Um, You can just like kind of set it up for them. And then if you have cleaning to do or whatever, um, you know, it, we can, we can make those other things like the quote unquote babysitter, you know, like we call the screen a babysitter. We can make those other things a babysitter too, if we absolutely need them. Um, You know, I know we're all busy and, and all that, but 
it, it really is a great thing to get our kids away from screens as much as possible to help minimize those behaviors throughout the day. So hopefully you got some nuggets out of this one today and we will talk to you in a few days. Hey, Teacher Mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye! Bye.